Hey, Bokertov. Today's daf is daf Chof Dalid in Moed Cotton. We're up to um, about a third of the way down. Amar Shmuel. The last word in the line is Amar. The first word in the next line is Shmuel. In the middle of the to- in the middle, uh, even where the tosis is low, the tosis is low. It's right around there. Amar Shmuel. Pachas Chova Natar Rishus. Pachas, which is an abbreviation for three things, which we're going to explain in a second. Those are Chovas, those are obligations during the Shiva. And uh, Natar, the other things that are abbreviated by Nun, Tof, Resh, are permissible. In other words, you don't have to. What are we speaking about? So, Priya Sarosh, Chazara Sarosh, we're talking about on Shabbos. We discussed yesterday the question is, is, is there a veil on Shabbos, Betsina, in his house or not? So Shmuel said there is not, Rabbi Yochan said that there is. We'll see we pass on Rabbi Yochan said that there is. But what are the parameters here when it comes to the, these different things? So he says, Priya Sarosh, uh, uncovering the head. Remember, during, the, one of the minhagim was, we don't follow that today, one of the minhagim was, uh, uh, during Shiva, would cover his head. You know, like they say, they'd be, like the Lahavdal, uh, the Arabs cover their head, or the Babasali, or whatever, they cover their heads a lot, and it's all covered. So on, on Shabbos, you may not cover your head. You have to uncover it to show that you're not in the veils. That's publicly. So, Priya Sarosh, it means uncovering the head. This is not the same as Roshechem al which means you have to let your hair grow. Roshechem al means that you shouldn't let it grow wild. What Hashem told the Kohenim, don't let it grow wild. But everybody else should let it grow wild. So, the Roshechem al means to grow wild. Here it means to cover up. So, Priya Sarosh, the covering of the head, is, is um, or the uncovering of the head, as the case may be. It says, Priya Sarosh means uncovering the head, and uh, that's an obligation. On, Sh- on Shabbos, you have, to, you have to uncover your head. Chazar's Kelechav also, if he's wearing his garments that he tore, his, uh, his morning garments, he's got to push them back. He's got to push them back to show that on Shabbos, he doesn't walk around with the torn garments. Zekufa Samita also, he doesn't have the bed lowered. They used to lower the bed or turn over the bed. Which they, which they sat on. That also is not on Shabbos. You pick up the bed. On Shabbos, you put back the rent garment. And on Shabbos, you uncover the head. Those are all chova. Nila Sasando wearing shoes, which he doesn't wear shoes during the Shiva. But on Shabbos, he says it's optional. Tanakhama says this is Shmuel. Shmuel says that it's optional. In other words, he could put on shoes or he doesn't put on shoes. Normally, an uncle doesn't put on shoes. So you'd think he have to sh- sh- put on shoes to show that he's not in Avelis. So he says that's a rishus. It's 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 it should you should wear shoes, but it's not an obligation. Tashma shamita, those things are all rishuyot. Again, because Shmuel goes to the idea that tashma shamita is since it's a davar shabbatzin, it's not even a davar shabbatzin. It's not no egon shabbos. We hold that it is. And rachit siyadaim, rachim bacham, washing and all that's all in hot water. That's also a rishus if he wants to. Um, in the evening, meaning in the in the evening before Shabbos, that's also Rishus. Rav says that even Priyas Arosh, which Shmuel says is an obligation to uncover the head, it's like the same lotion of letting the hair grow wild. We say, you know, a person's supposed to, uh, uh, during morning, he's not allowed to, sh- to take a haircut. So their lotion is that Roshechem al Tifro, Hashem told the Kohanim, don't let your grow, hair grow wild, but others should let their hair grow wild. Here, the Prius Rosh we're talking about is uncovering the head. It's different. It's the same word, but here we really mean uncovering. We're not talking about on Shabbos letting his hair grow. Obviously, he can't cut his hair on Shabbos. It means uncovering his head. So, Rav, so the difference between Rav and Shmuel apparently over here. So maybe Rav is motor to Shmuel. The Tashmish Shemitah is mutter uh, on Shabbos, 
because he also that ain't avails b'shabes at all, not even b'tzina. But in, the, in one aspect, he argues, he says that the uncovering the head is not necessary. In other words, it's not a chov. So the question is Shmuel. Why would Shmuel say that it is a chov? Well, he agrees that Neil's sandal is rishus. Why? Why don't you say also? You have to show that you're not in avails publicly because the lav Not everybody puts on shoes. In other words, I don't have to put on shoes on Shabbos to show that he's not in avails because a lot of people don't put on shoes. Why does he have to uncover his head? A lot of people, not a lot of people, also go with, go with covered heads even on Shabbos. It's not necessarily a sign of veils. The answer is Shmuel, Shmuel holds that the kind of uh, of covering of the head which is necessary during veils. Again, it's not something we do today, but the minute was to cover their heads was in such a manner it was covered up so much that it was a clear indication of a veil. It's not like regular covering up the head that, that, that people go with uncovered heads on Shabbos. He says, well, some people go with uncovered heads, some people don't go with uncovered heads. So if you cover your head on Shabbos, that doesn't prove that you're not in a veil. Some people uh, have the covers uh, even if they're not in a veil. The answer Shmuel holds that the kind of covering that you're supposed to cover your head with on Shabbos during, uh, during, a, during a shiva is, is, is uh, in such a manner that it's clearly a veil. Shmuel to make Shmuel, he says two things, kol ker, shenem, shaskim, and a kara. Kriyas is only at the time, at the at the time of the happening when he's hot, meaning when he's upset. So, again, the proper thing we'll see the remarks mash, but when does a person take As soon as he hears the shmua, as soon as he hears somebody die. Bismanazet, we do it at the time of the funeral. Right at the funeral, they do it because that's also a time of uh, of great emotion. So kolkar shem shaschim enakera. That's one thing that Shmuel said. And if you're not covered up like the, like the Arabs cover themselves up, cover their heads up, which is, we'll see that the whole head is basically covered up. All you can do is see a little bit out through the eyes. It's like one of those, uh, what, are they, what are those women, what are the women wear? The Taliban. The Taliban, like the Taliban women, you know, but what are they called? Uh, a, a burqa? A burqa. Yeah, different names, yeah. Depends, I guess, which country you're from. So he says, in other words, the Atifa Saroshi to do during Shiva is this such a, like, like a burqa, something like the Taliban, so much so that it's clear if you're walking around that on Shabbos that you're an Avelis. Because nobody, nobody, there are people who cover their heads up all, all the time, but not like that. So that's why, that's why Shmuel said that uh, you have to uncover your head on Shabbos. Because that's a public thing, and publicly we don't demonstrate a veil. All the way down to the sides of his beard. Rashi explains means all the way down under his mouth, and in, in, like under his chin, the cleft under his chin. He's got to go all the way. He's got to cover. Basically, all he can do is he can see out, and that's it. So that's the that's the tifa he's speaking about. Again, it's something that we're not knowing today, just like we don't do the beds today. This that you say that you have to uh, uncover the head. Loshonar says that Priya Sarosh, that Sarach Lagal's Chokma, you have to reveal his nose, the Svamo, and his uh, upper lip, and his beard that were covered. He's got to do that on Shabbos. That's only if he's not wearing shoes. If he's wearing shoes on Shabbos, that's good enough to show that he's not in Avelis, that, that he's not knowing Avelis on Shabbos. So if therefore he covered up his head, it's okay. Kolker, Kolker, Shanim, Shashim, Anakar. He said, any tearing. That it's not done at the time of great emotion when he's hot, when he's upset, is not considered a kara. I have amru led Shmuel. They told Shmuel apparently after it had happened some time ago, Nach Nafshi the Rav, Rav had passed away. He wasn't there at Bashas Mice. They told him, Carl of Tracer money tore 12 garments right then and there. Omar, uh, he said, Oh, Ozil Gavra, a man has, has left us, that I was afraid of him. In other words, whenever I said something, I learned something, I was afraid it was going to be wrong, 
he would ask me kashas, etc. In other words, he, 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 because of him, I learned a lot. They told Rabbi Yochanan that Nachman Shavchin and Chinina died. Karl of Tlaser Itzli Milsa. He tore him thirteen uh, fancy uh, woolen garments. Also, so you see, they tore Kriya even not at the time of death. Why? And he had the same thing. He said, Omar Azogavar, oh, wow, Rav Chinina has passed away, a great man that I was afraid of him. So you see that you tear Kriya even after the time of death, even at the time of uh, great emotions. It's Shain Rabbonim. It's different than the Kibbutz call Shatim at Christian five because since we learn their members all the time, but their their Torah we learn all the time. Kishaschim Domira. Since we learn what they said, it's like it's like they're with us all the time, and therefore when he heard about it, it's that's like the time of death, and that's a great emotional time. You can and you can tear Kriya. Amar Rabban Barada Lerava Amar Tamid Charavam. Your Talmud Ram said Tanya. He learned the following brisa. Avul Kol Shiva Kara Lefonav. During seven days, he tears. What does it mean during seven days? If he heard another Shmuah, and it's during. Let's say he was in the shiva and he heard that another bad basura. He heard another bad basura that somebody had passed away. So during that shiva, Korolafon, if he tears the in front of him, be in Bolahachlif, and if he comes to change his clothes, Machlif Vikorea, he does it again. If he changes his clothes, he changes his clothes and he tears the new clothes also. In other words, if for some reason he had to wear put on a new shirt, tears Korea in that too. But Shabbos, Let's say he heard the Pesur on Shabbos, he tears it like in the back, he tears it with like a Geshinui. So you might say, how are you allowed to tear on Shabbos? How are you allowed to tear on Shabbos? So number one, tearing is only... It's Mechalkos, like isn't it? It's, it's Mechalkos, so therefore it's, it's on Potter in here for Ravel, it's okay. Because the, the only, what, what kind of tearing is, is Korea Almanas lit for, right? That's one of the blocks. If, you, if you're tearing Almanas to help you sew it up, here you're not sewing it up. Let's say you're going to change your garment. Uh, this really, unfortunately, means before Shabbos. If you're going to change your garment before Shabbos, then you're machal vedekra. You don't tear it. Now, you wouldn't tear it on Shabbos. You wouldn't tear it before Shabbos either. So something that you tore on Shabbos, that doesn't have to be made up uh, and torn again. So that's one thing that he said. So the question is, the question is, what's the kash over here? The kash is, is how do you say that if he changes his garment, it's not going to locha that way. Let's understand, usually a person is not supposed to change his shirt or something. But let's say he had a, okay, let's say his jacket he doesn't have to change. But let's say his shirt got soiled and he had to change it. He's got a pair of Korean in there too. So the question is, but that's not Pshashimim. You just said Shmuel said Shmuel Tamei that says that if a Kriya is not Pshashimim, it's not, it's not a proper Kriya. So he made an exception for the rabbis because they're, it's always like Pshashimim with them. But over here you see that he changed it. Uh, he changed his shirt, let's say, after he got dirty, and he still have to, he still have to tear creases. So he says, those, that, that's different because it's, it's not for his parents. For his parents, for covered for them, he tears even afterwards. But for other relatives, the only tear kriya b'shas chimam at the time of great emotion. Right. So those uh, extra ones that you did for the parent, you know, a kriya for a parent is not re-sown after the shiva. So what about those extra ones that he did? As when he switched garments, the father of Shmuel argued Ubar Kapara. One says that it's not sewn up again. It's like the other, it's like, it's like the regular, it's like the first garments that he wore after all, since they're all white shirts anyway. He's not going to be able to tell afterwards which one's which, right? So when he tears, if he tears the second one, that also should not be sewn up. One says, if you do, uh, you do sew it up. Let's prove that it's the father of Ravoshia who is the one who says that it's not re-sewn. Dom Ravoshia, because Ravoshia himself said, Ein Now, Ravoshia holds Ein so it's probably 
that he heard it from his father. It's probably the, it's probably the father of Roshi. He's also the one who said that the, the, the second garment that he tore during the show was also not sewn up. Because Miman Shmiele, who did Ravoshi hear from Lav Mebu, didn't hear it from his father. So presumably the father of Roshi is the one who said that it's not resown. Lav Mebu says Morzalo, Mi Bar Kapara. He might have heard it from Bar Kapara, who was his Rebbe. Bar Kapara Rebbe, even though, even though uh, Ravoshi had a great father, the father of Ravoshi, but uh, he didn't go by his own name. He went by the father of Ravoshi. Bar Kapara went by his own name, or the son of the name of his father, or the name of his father, Bar Kapara. So therefore, he can't prove who said what over here. There's this machlokas, whether a, a, a person was sitting shiver for his father or mother, and he had to re-tear a garment because he had to change clothes, uh, would that would that second garment that he that he tears now, would that be re-sewn, would that be allowed to be resewn after the shiva is over? Amar And Avil can walk around in his, um, in his uh, coat, or Rosh's chotzer because they tore in his house on Shabbos. We're talking about on Shabbos here when you don't when there's no avelus, but avelus in his house he could because it's betzina. Abayash kolar v'yosfan does the parsley sudra reisha. He put on this kerchief or covering on his head, which is the meaning of avelus, as we said. They used to cover their heads totally, and he did that in his house. The other was basically walk around his house basically in avelus. Like we said, you could uh, walk around with a torn garment. He could walk around with his head covered. Don't you know there's no avails on Shabbos at all? Uh, and he saw him in his house. In other words, the machlokas we had yesterday at the top of the stop and Shmuel. Shmuel says there's no avails on Shabbos at all. A person could, even Mitzimus, a person could walk around, uh, a per, there's no avails on That means that he shouldn't wear, let's say, mourning garments, rent garments in his house, and he could have Tashma Shamita. But we hold like a Yochanan and Dvarm Shavit Sinna are no way. What's the, what, what is the reason for no avails on Shabbos? If Dvarm Shavit if you hold Dvarm Shavit Sinna, are you no way? You are no way. You are no way. Yeah. It's not for the oval. What, what's the chat then that you can't have a person, Do I care if somebody's in a No, no. It, 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 the, the, avail, the oval himself, not right. for comfort. For the oval himself, for him, if you He's supposed to. Yes. But, so, so he, does, so he, he has to be no like avelus. My question, I guess, oh, why, is why public avelus? Oh, why do I care? Because of Shabbos. No, no, because of Shabbos. Oh, oh, why do you? No, that, uh, I said, what difference does it make to the other guy? Is, right. The, the, it, answer, it, the answer is he's still in avelus, but Shabbos is Shabbos. He, but he's it's, holding it's, 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 it's not covered Shabbos for the tzibor for him to be walking around. Uh, it has to have something to do with the tzibor, right? Yeah, it's not covered Shabbos. Well, why do right? I care if he's in avelus? Does that depress me? Yeah, yeah, it does. Especially the little children, you know. Why ruin the he, Shabbos. Why is he allowed to do Kriya in the Shabbos? In the case of uh, when he heard a, 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 a second of Avelis. A second of Avelis. Well, Lamaisa, we wouldn't do it today because today we don't sure do a Kriya. We don't do a Bishas we hear about yeah, anyway. Anyway. But why would he be, uh, be allowed to? Maybe because of the time of death. In other words, that's not the Avelis itself. Tearing itself is not the avails. As we see, he tears it. If he hear, does it at the time, it's really while he's in owning, before avails even set in. It's hard to understand that. It, you know, it, certainly the Gemara says it. The Gemara seems to say it. In other words, it says in the back, he does a little rip, like you rip a bag. Because of, it's public. Yeah, it's public. It's, 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 public. Yeah, it's public. Why does it have to be public? It's mosh, but even if it is public, yeah. it, well, it, well, maybe, 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 maybe it's public. Maybe. 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 No, Chorav also, yeah, maybe also means. Yeah. 
Uh, means the, like the back of the garment, presumably. Lefana means in front, means in the back of the garment. So maybe it is not seen. So it should also be Bitsina, though. It's difficult to understand how even on even Bitsina, you would literally tear it on Shabbos. It's, pretty, it's a pretty uh, big chiddish. Now we said, we know it, uh, any yant of today, we have all the five Yavim Tovim, whether it's Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, or any of the Shalsh Ragon, they're all stop the Shloshim or they stop the Shiva. But in the, Machla, in the Mishra, we had different sheets. Rebbezer said that um, from the time Bezmich was destroyed, that Atzeris is like Shabbos. Shu is like Shabbos, meaning it's not Mafsik, it's Ola, but it's not Mafsik, the, uh, the Shiva. And we also, Rosh Hashem and Kippur, are like the Regalim. And then we have the Chamsei Logos, and say, Atzeris is Kuragalim, Rosh Hashanah is like Shabbos. We hold, they're all Regalim. All five are Regalim, and that's it. Now, um, Amr of Gilmar Menashe, the Gemara says, three lines from the bottom of the page. Amr Shmuel. Al-Gamliel looks like Rabbi Gamliel that he says that Shechavesh of Atzeris is like Shabbos. Now, we don't hold that way, right? We, we certainly don't hold that Atzeris, that Atzeris of Shavuos is like Shabbos. I mean, I'm sorry, the Blazer said that Atzeris is like Shabbos. Rabbi Gamliel says that Rosh Hashanah and Kippur are like the Regalim. In that sense, we do hold like that. We do hold like Rabbi Gamliel. That basically all the Regalim are the same. He doesn't say Atzeris is Shabbos, it's Rabbi Lezer. So Rebbezer said, Rebbezer says that Rebbezer says, not, not that we pass in Shul, not like Rebbezer, that Atzeris is like Shabbos, but rather that Rosh Hashanah and Kippur are like the, uh, like the Shalosh Regalim, which is what we do. In other words, if Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, any three Regalim interrupt Shiva, that's it. And if they, if they interrupt the, um, if they interrupt um, Shloshim, they stop the Shloshim. They stop the Shloshim. So we'll talk about the case at the, at the end of the Dao today. Some say that he was going on a different matter entirely when he said Allah If a baby dies within 30 days, you don't take him out, you don't put him in a coffin, but they just care, they just carry out the baby in the in your arms, in the bosom. And he can be buried by a small group, even even one woman, two men with one woman. Even a small group of several people can go out. But you still have to observe some rules of propriety. One woman can go out with two men, but not one man with two women. That would be considered preachers, because it's like, you know, that that's yichud. Abishol says, no, that, that there's no problem with yichud over here, because they're in a mourning atmosphere. Abishol Omer, Afbi Shech Nashim, Tosis points out that Afghavdeh normally should be with two women, but the Shasavelis, their mind is busy with the funeral. They're not gonna, there's not going to be any hanky panky there. They don't have shura. Again, this baby, are less than thirty days old, they, they don't have a shura. Rashi's mashma that the shura was that the avelim would stand in the in stand in one spot and everybody would pass by like yeah. he's shiva. That's the same thing, Rashi. Not like we do the shura differently today, right? We stand and he walks by. The 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 end result is the same thing, but I guess uh, that's how it's done. Anyway, they don't have a shura. They don't They would in the public square. They would make a special bracha on the way home from the funeral. They don't do that for uh, babies less than, like what we call an eight for less than 30 years old. The tanchumi avelim, and they didn't work menachem avel either. There's no nicham avelim. There's no shiva, basically. They don't come in the house for seven days for a bunch of an eightful. Ben Shloshim, once he's 30 days old, then Yosef Luska, they put him in a, in a, uh, in a coffin. Rabbi Yudam, you don't carry it like on, by, with one person on the shoulder. You carry him with arms, meaning two people carry him. Once he's thirty years old, you carry him like on a, you know, like like like, like we carry on a dead body that, that with with uh, at least you know with with uh, several people. Bamlo Mashur then there's already a shura. They menachemabel, but you know as they do the nichem at the at the kvarim at the basic kvarim for omla berakasam. They do the berakasavelim in the public square and then chumi avelim and the menachemabel for seven days. 
Ben Yudbeis Chodesh, once he's already a year old, Yotzev Amita, then they put him on a proper beer. In other words, it's not simply, so we say, if he's less than 30 years old, they just carry him in his arms. If he's more than 30 years old, they put him in a little coffin, and they try to be knowing, like, with, with two people. They're not, once he's already uh, more than a year old, a year old or more, then they put him on a beer, meaning like on a bed like we do. Rabbi Kiva Omer, who ben Shana, Rabbi Kiva's more mach, but he says he's, if he's a year old, he's got to look like he's two. Who ben Shana, or if he's two years old, even if he only looks like one, very rough ben Shana, then you do it. But if he's, if, he's, if he's a year old and he looks like a year old, you still put him in a little coffin, you don't carry him on a beer. Um, uh, a person who goes out on a, on a beer like that, means like carry him like wheat to carry him out to the basic forest. The uh, the um, the public shows their distress. Matzim Allah of Rashi says they're margish and they feel it. And Mitzar they show their distress. Any oats of meat if he doesn't go on a beer. Any Rav Matzim Allah. But again, so that's the difference that even when he's a year old or less than a year old, uh, he's less than a year old that they put him in a little coffin, but he doesn't come out on a beer. It doesn't doesn't have the same effect. If the child was known to the people, to the public, Rab Masaskimbo, then everybody deals with him. If it was like a small child, wasn't he had taken out of the house, people didn't know about it, so then the family does it privately. Umahim the Hespit, what age is it? What's the, what's the what age do they start doing a Hespit? They don't do a Hespit for a little baby. When do they do a Hespit? So Mayor Omer Shem Mayor says name is Shmuel, Omer, if they're poor people already at the age of three, you make a Hespit for them. Ashira Bene if they're rich people, as if the family was rich, then you wait till they're five years old. And what does that mean? A four-year-old rich kid doesn't get a, uh, a hespit, but a four-year-old poor kid gets a hespit. So look at Rashi. It's a fantastic Rashi. It's unbelievable, right? Right. Fantastic. I don't understand. An ani is more is more at sorrow, is more troubled for Ahmadzan if he loses a son more than a wealthy person. because he has no other joy in life. That's all he has. It's it's it, psychologists could understand this too, you know. As 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 difficult it is, uh, as no, it, no, it, they as, could. no, they couldn't. No, yeah, they could. They could. They'll say, no, listen. They'll say, although although it's still a child, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but a wealthy man at least has something to comfort him with. You know, at least it's easier on him than it is on a poor person. That's what the minute was. Rabbi Yudah Rabbi pardon. Yeah. He's knows what? Ah, okay. So, right. So he's so. But again, the, the, the same the same question that Irving has on that wouldn't all. wouldn't help anymore. A child is still a child. Of rich people lost kids. <laughs> right. Devastated didn't help it. Right. 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 I'm just saying that an uni needs it needs needs. It could be that the, the uni, you would say that the uni needs the hesped more, but he says, That's what Rashi says. I underlined the Rashi here. Um, it's a, it's a tough thing I mean, to here, here in this country, mm-hmm. you can, we have, unfortunately, so many situations where yeah. people lose kids yeah, in yeah. their public, and yeah. we see on yeah, yeah. the media, we see No, there's no question, no question. Right? It's, it's hard to understand. hard to understand. So he says he, he puts the uh, ages, the you know the age groups differently, but the same ideas that an ani you're already masped at five, whereas an ashir you're not masped until six. elders meaning because also maybe that maybe that maybe that uh, tempers it a little bit because a benes kanim 
But a skein doesn't mean older people. You know, it doesn't mean necessarily older. But mean, mean skeinim as the elders. Mean a tamid chachamim are like aniyim. And this maybe you're saying is that their feelings, uh, like maybe you consider some other people who are learned and cultured, they're like aniyim also because to them the child is worth more than anything they have anyway. So, so maybe they understand. Maybe the oni understands it more. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just maybe. a rich guy. Yeah, maybe. A loss. I don't know. Maybe, why is it? I, you know, again, it's hard to understand. Unless you say, take what Rashi, what Rashi says, he has no, nothing else. And that rich man can just be comforted because, you know, he is, he's not as troubled. Like, and uh, what, uh, what, um, what Rick said is also an Indian. You know, the, the rich, poor person lost his kid. His kid was helping him with his work. So you know, the, the wealthy person doesn't feel that as much. Then he says that the age groups are five and six, right? But it could still be the Benes Kenim Kebeyaniyam. All right, at the door of the, uh, of the president's house, now we said, remember that Shavuos knocks off the Shiva, right? Let's say he was already sitting Shiva, so knocks it off. And then there's another Indian, but we said that, that the Yontif, remember the Yontif counts for the Shloshim. Remember we said that even if, even if man dies during, the, during Yontif, and he, and he doesn't start Shiva until afterwards, but it counts for the Shloshim. The Shloshim counts right then. So he says that Yantif of Shavuos counts just like Sukkot or Pesach, that it's like seven days. So if he was sitting Shiva Erev of Shavuos, and then he started sitting Erev Shavuos, and then Shavuos came, it's already like, it's already like Shavuos, because he finished the Shiva already, the Shiva's seven days are gone, and then Yantif is like another seven days. Shama Ravak, Rami, heard what he said, think what he was upset. Amr Atu today, you think what Rav Anani Barsasun was saying was in his own? Like, Rav Lazar Roshia, Rav Lazar Roshia is the author of that, as we'll see in a minute. Similarly, Dorsh of Yitzhak Nafcha, I killed Rosh Kulis, Rav Yitzhak said the same thing at the tent of the Exilarchs. He's Yomach, Lazarus, Lazarus arranged for Kabasi. He's like 14 days out of the 30 year time. He's only needs 16 more days to complete the Shloshim. Again, he said the same. Rav Shomer of Sheshis, Rav Sheshis heard about it before it was Ravami heard about it. But again, he was a said, Amr Atu Dideu, what is he saying? Is he saying, quoting it like it's his own halacha? Rav Lazar how do we know that at Seris, which is only one day, Shavuos is only one day in Eretz Yisrael, you could still be mashing with the Korban Chagiga for seven days. We all know that posting. Just like Chagamatzis, you can bring the Chagiga all seven days. If you didn't bring it the first day, you can bring it the other six days. Also, Shiva could also do that all seven days of Shavuos. He brought Rababa Saba to Darshan. For Darshan, he said as follows. Look at this case. Let's say he was sitting Shiva for Rosh Hashanah. And we said, on Amad Alf, we said, we passed him from Rosh Hashanah and Kippur's like the other Shal Shagom, that, that it stopped Shiva, right? Stopped Shiva, or it would stop Shloshim. So let's say he was sitting Shiva one day before Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah came. Harange, also, it's also like two weeks. What happens then? How many days does he sit? Then he is, two weeks are gone. Two weeks are gone. Then he's got the eight days of a Sarasmei Shuvah, and then Yom Kippur knocks off the rest. So it's also a very short one. Let's say he was sitting Shiva one day before Sukkot, and then Sukkot came, the Chag, Ushmini Shalom, and then you have Shmini Atzeres, which is a separate Chag. So you have how much is that? Harein Khan, Esrim Yom. It's like 21 days. It's like three weeks. Because he sat one day before Sukkot. Then Sukkot is seven days, which it is, that's seven days. And Shemini Yetzirah is not. So he only has to sit, he's only nine more days in Shloshim. So the Farshim say, why, don't, why doesn't Shemini Yetzirah knock off the Shloshim? Shloshim? Right, because, right, that's like Yom Kippur would knock Because right. he had Sukkot knocked off the Shiva, then he's got some days Shloshim, he should knock off the Shloshim. So the Farshim say different answers, because basically, because he never really had a Shloshim during the weekdays. 
He never had shloshim during the weekdays. The union of shloshim during the weekdays of not uh, putting on new clothes and shaving and all that stuff. He had he had shloshim of the chag, but you could you could argue that the things that he refrained from during the chag was because of because it's chalamoy, not because of the dini avelus. So he never had a dini avelus during the weekdays, and therefore it doesn't add on. And plus, in addition, you have the idea that Shemini Atzeres is like, even though it's a separate Chag, it's still part of Sukkot, so therefore it only knocks, it knocks off seven more days, but it doesn't knock off the whole Shashim. Ravina, Klosur, the Pras, Omer of Chilim, Masur, the Pras, Ravina from that town, Tom Ravina, Omer Mar, is it true that you said, Yomech, Lefei Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Reikan, our bosses, they too, you said that. I was explaining it because I was saying, I was saying it according to Mulil, who says what? That Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are like the Shalosh Regalim. So therefore, just like the Shalosh Regalim, each of those count as seven days, including Shavuos. So Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur should also count as seven days in knocking it off. And therefore, I do say that Yom Kippur Rosh Hashanah is like, two weeks itself, is like two weeks itself. So in that case, how many days would you sit? You sit one day before Rosh Hashanah, and then Rosh Hashanah, that's like two weeks. Then you have eight more days. If you count the second day of Rosh Hashanah, that's eight more days. So you have 14 plus eight, that's 22. And then Yom Kippur would knock off the Shloshim, right? Because he right. says, so, so, so how many days of Shloshim did you actually have? You only had, uh, you know, including the, the day that he was sitting Shiva, you had 11 days, right? 11 days, one day plus the day of Yom Kippur. Says the mission, is the one line, ain't on, on Cholomoy, we're going back to Cholomoy, we're at Veils and Cholomoy, ain't Koran, below Cholzim, they mount El Krov Shemes. Only next of kin, only next of kin, next of kin to the mess, they're the only ones who tear Kriya during Cholomoy, or remove their, again, this is another thing we mentioned before, remember at the funeral they would uncover, they would bare their shoulders, and the suitors of In other words, when it's not suitors of yet yeah, from, from neighbors and friends, only the Krav Shomais are in Cholomoyed. If it's not Cholomoyed, others could also partake in it. But in Cholomoyed, also normally after suitors of you could say during Cholomoyed is already on the lower bed. In Cholomoyed, to keep the bed up. In other words, in Cholomoyed, we have differences by the Suda Savra and the immediate uh, after effects of the death. Uh, Cholomoyed is different. As the, 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 these, these are different than uh, a regular weekday. All right, we'll pick it up tomorrow, Mitzvah, at the regular time.